deserves a better class of sports radio. And we're going to give it to him. This is Talk Sports. Leave one wolf alive and the sheep are never safe. Back in the booth, back on the airwaves, coming at you live from the White Claw Hard Seltzer Studios. John Reed, Cody McClure, Cameron Black. As we get set to talk sports and other things on this Tuesday, February 21st. Sun is shining, nose is tickling, eyes are dry, throat raspy, spring is springing. Cody McClure, how are you? Uh, doing fine, John. Good to be here. Good to be anywhere. And our uh, video, audi- video audience, uh, we should be up and running here. Something wrong with the camera, though, Cam. I don't know what's going on, but uh, it's like too far back. Which one? Um... The one on us, whichever one that is. Yeah, it looks a little better now. It'll do. We're up on video now. Video, audio everything you can hear us now and see us the radio man yep yep (laughs) the radio man help i'm trapped in this box get me out of here it's a very nice sunny day today like i said spring is springing as we are trapped in this windowless prison (laughs) i can see a little bit outside I can see a little bit outside, but today no jacket, no sleeves. Yeah, no need for it today. No need for it. That is correct. <clears throat> I wore my rock and roll shirt today. That's uh, your rock and roll shirt? I've got a rock and roll event tonight. Whoa. Oh, yeah, what is that? It's uh, Tedeschi Trucks Band. Okay. They're playing the Civic Auditorium and Coliseum. Coliseum? Auditorium? I don't know. There's like 17 venues over there. I saw a comedy show in the theater part, I guess, one time. And then the when we had that box for the Ice Bears, that was in the, that would be considered the Coliseum. I don't have a clue. Okay. Well, that's where they're playing tonight. Okay. Good band from all I, all accounts, from what I hear. Yeah. You've heard of. Yeah, I've heard good things about them. Derek Trucks. Derek Trucks? I've never heard of Derek Susan, Trucks. Susan Tedeschi. No, no, I've never heard of them separately. Oh. Well, that's why they're called that. That makes sense. Yeah. But no, I haven't heard of them He's separately. He's a great blues guitar player, and she's a wonderful singer. And she's a really good guitar player, too. She kind of gets overshadowed because he's so good. But uh, I'm excited to see him. Never seen him before. I had a chance to see him last year at the Opry, and I didn't go. I was kind of kicking myself. Well, I'm glad you got a reprieve. A reprieve? Is that not the right word? Does that mean another chance? Yes, the way I used it, at least. Let's see, reprieve. Now you got me nervous. Uh, when I think of reprieve, I think no, of like I didn't re- use it a right. redemption type. Yeah, that's what I think, too, but I don't think I used it correctly. A reprieve is a cancellation or postponement of a punishment. So, a reprieve, I don't think that's... It's catching a break, sounds like. Yeah, 
So I mean, I guess it's kind of maybe we, maybe I use it correct because I did say you got a reprieve, which is you caught a break. But I don't have a but punishment I, on the line. Yeah, well, your punishment would be missing the show, missing like kicking yourself for a life of well, I guess yeah neglect. That was the way I was using it. Is basically you get a, a second chance. That's the way I was using it. <clears throat> yeah. So if your punishment was missing these people for a second straight year or, or going your whole life, going your whole life without seeing them, you've you've gotten a, a cancellation of your punishment. So I think I used it correctly. Yeah, I really thought about not going after. Hmm. I feel I feel good about it now. I feel I feel like we yeah you can work it work it in there. No, it's a cancellation of a punishment. Your punishment was missing them for the rest of your life. Yeah, yeah, sure, it works. You yeah. can you can make it work. That's not making it work. That's what the definition. Well, you're is. kind of forcing it to work, but it's you know it sometimes work. you can. A get reprieve a is a cancellation <laughs> of a punishment. Yeah, I mean sometimes you can get a square peg in a round hole. You just got to kind of no, it's twist the correct. It a little no, it's the correct usage. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's I not I, even be the perfect usage. I agree. You're making it work, and 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 I applaud it. So, I wore my rock and roll shirt, ready to go. Keith's ready to go. My favorite thing was <clears throat> when I saw the Stones last year and seeing all these like girls in their twenties wearing these, this shirt. You know, just kind of your a, favorite thing. Yeah, to feel like a twenty-year-old girl. No, just to be seeing as like chuggy as that. <clears throat> as like, much as I love Keith and this shirt, and seeing that like girls. You think they actually love Keith, or like you think girls they're just doing it those for pictures too. and stuff? So like, well, it kind of gets you lumped <clears throat> into the. Rest of the posers. Well, like every basic girl has the tongue shirt. Right. But I mean, there were some girls that had like these, which yeah, yeah. makes me feel like there's there's hope. So you, you think know? it's cool to be wearing the same thing as twenty year old girls? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, for sure. That's what all the old rock stars did. They used to just wear women's clothing, and I think if I weren't so fat, I would probably be a cross dresser. I think I would wear a lot of because I like bright colors and things like that. I like the way women's clothing looks. So, yeah, maybe I'd wear tight pants, you know? Mm-hmm. But when you're my size, it doesn't really work. I don't know if you can say cross-dresser either, but how are well, you today? already did. <clears throat> you doing all right? Allergies kicking my ass a little bit, but outside of that, <clears throat> I'm okay. Mm-hmm. What about you, Cam? Doing good. Glad the weather's nice. Then we go outside, touch some grass today. It's important, yeah. too. Yeah, I was like, ah. It's my off day. I could just go play video games. I was like, you know what? I'm going to go outside. Take your shoes off. Walk <laughs> around bare bare feet on the grass. They say that's best. It's called grounding or earthing or something like something that? Something like that, yeah. There's some term that people use for it. But, yeah, it's important to get outside every once in a while. It's been a while since it's been all cold and, uh, cold and rainy. Actually, it was pretty nice last week, you know? Yeah, it was great on Sunday. <clears throat> yeah, I was stuck working. Yeah, no grass in my in my job. You don't have to walk outside. They don't let you get, have grass <laughs> to get Not, glasses and stuff. Check uh, on people. Sometimes, but yeah. wasn't really that day. It wasn't busy enough. I view that place that you work at as a place where you, the bartenders have to make a. Yeah, we make loop. we make that loop out there, but yeah. it was kind of slow Sunday actually, so didn't really get to do that as much. But pretty good, all things considered. It's Tuesday, February's flying by. Sure is. Sure is. That's the thing about February. It goes by faster yeah. than any month. Yeah. <laughs> Which, luckily, that's the one that does, because it's definitely the worst month. <clears throat> it's a pretty bad month. I rank this my 12th month out of 12. This is number 12? Yep. Yep. It's def- It definitely is, because football ends. So January 
You get the Super Bowl, though. Yeah, you get the Super Bowl, but then you get no football. You got the and XFL. Have you ever heard of the XFL? Yeah, well, no. But combined with winter, this is the month where it's just dragging. It's like January, okay, it's winter, but you expect it. It's January. February, you're just ready to get out of it. You're like, I've had enough. It's been cold for August three, is three months. Month. No, because at least August you can hang by the pool. You can bask in the sun. The months go from worst to best in terms of temperature, the way I see it. Big fan of December weather? No. Would that not be the best by what you just said? No, I mean, it goes the other way. You said it goes from worst Except to best. Except so like flips December to... is the last month of the year. You know that, right? I'm not talking So if it goes from numerically. worst to best, one would be the worst, and I'm then not 12 t- would be the best. You <laughs> I'm not, I mean, in ter- I'm ranking by temperature. You, right. I'm, not numeric, not one through 12. You know September is cooler <clears throat> than July, right? Huh? You know September is cooler than July, right? As or a hotter. month? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, September yeah, is cooler. a cooler month? Temperature-wise, yeah. So September it doesn't go, might be the best month. Now you're just contradicting yourself about yeah, weather. Yeah, there's going to be a contradiction at the top because I don't know how you rank. You're just making things up now. I don't know exactly how you would rank July, October, September. Those are like some of the best months. But I don't know exactly how you'd rank them. April's a good one, too. What was I going to look for? I was going to look. You see at what something. I'm saying though when he says it goes in order of months, <laughs> yeah. right? That 12 is I higher said, than I January. I said. I said by average temperature. I didn't say in order of the month. You know something I noticed yesterday looking at my calendar. I was going back and looking at my health data, uh-huh. trying to see my my steps over the last few months. How many I'm taking this year compared to last year? You ever do that? Okay, well, I did, and I noticed something I'd never noticed before. The months from July to November, you know what they spell out when you just see the first letter abbreviation? Of what? July to November. You know what it spells out when you just see the first letter abbreviating the months? From July to November. Jason? Jason. (laughs) How about that? (laughs) If I was going to say John, I was like, this doesn't sound right. (laughs) Jason. June, October, November. Yeah. Would you you might rank your months like that? If you June gonna... is not my first month. No, no. June is not the best month. June's a pretty big allergy month. Pollen. Yeah, yeah. Well, February today has been kicking my ass. The last couple weeks, I've been sneezing nonstop. It must be something else. Because I no. think pollen's like May and June, right? Oh, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if it's pollen. There's yeah, something, pollen's though. Pollen's low today. February. Grass. I don't know. It's well, the change in temperature, too, I think. Mold and dust. That checks out. Yeah. I mean, I was in a hotel room on Friday sneezing my head off, so I could see there being some mold and dust in there. It says you could have hay fever. That's what I was going to say was hay, but I don't know. Why do you think know. it would be hay? That's the only thing I was thinking of besides pollen. Have you I been mean, around hay? I mean... Not particularly. I guess anything's hay if you just let it grow, though. Not anything, but there's could be hay out here that we don't know that people are cutting. Are your eyes watery, itchy, red? Yeah, yeah, they are. Sneezing, cough, itchy nose, mouth, roof Not of so mouth. much coughing, a lot of sneezing. Do you have mucus that runs down the back of your throat? Yeah, a little bit. 
Are you unusually attracted to men today? You do look nice in that shirt. <laughs> Runny nose? Mm, stopped up nose. Not really running. Are you between the age of 20 and 40? I am. Looks like getting you've got wrong, hay fever. Getting on the wrong <laughs> side of it. It's uh, very close to being, uh, well, I'm already on the uh, the opposite side of it, but getting close to running out of that demographic, actually. I believe you've got hay fever, buddy. What's the cure? There's not one. That's tough. There's not one. Typically, you can live between two and three months, though, it says. Oh, that's good, at least. It's been a good run. Got some time. Get through to April or something. Cam, send us a break. It's Talk Sports on Fan Run Radio. Back on the program. Do we have a story of the day, Cody? We're kind of in a dead spot of sports. I would probably go with this girl who has created the song saying, Roll Tide, Go Vols, SEC. Katie Noel. Katie Southern. Katie Noel, yeah. She gives a shout out to the Knox County boys, too. She does? Oh, yeah, you've went, listened to the whole I song? I've to the whole song, yeah, yeah. She's, <laughs> is she from here? She's. Uh, she, Seems she, like she is. She's shouted out like five different places. So I think maybe she's moved around. Maybe she's got family in five different places. She oh. talks about different area codes. Maybe just. That I don't really know, but I did hear 615 and 865, and oh. that her Knox County boys are, are down. What's the name of the her. song? Southern. Southern is the name of the song. Southern. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All caps. Okay. <laughs> yeah, she. Uh, I'm going to guess most people don't know what we're talking about, but it's making its rounds on the internet. Right. You'll right. see it eventually. Uh, for an actual story of the day, I, you know, it's hard to say. Let's see. Well, I'll go to ESPN. Um, Some rumors going around. Bad, bad stuff tonight for the balls. Without players? Yeah, 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 yeah. Injury? Well, we still got the two injuries to Phillips and Josiah. But rumors swirling on the internet of, of Vescovy having the, uh, the flu. Or flu-like symptoms, if you will. So he's not going to play? Doesn't seem like it. I don't know. It's just what word on the internet is. I haven't talked to anybody. Are these guys soft? If you have the flu, I mean, it's one thing. I mean, sickness is going around. Like, I know I talked about my allergies and stuff, but, hell, I could just be sick. Like, I know a lot of people in life right now that are sick. You do? Yeah. I don't know anybody that's sick right now. Really? I I know a lot of people in my day-to-day life who are sick, like six of them, who just are. Really? Have either had strep throats or a cold, like, over the last couple days. Well, maybe it is going around. Yeah. I don't think I got it or anything. I haven't been, like, close to them, but. You could have gotten it from somebody else. I don't think I have it, but I, people I've talked to have it. People, and you know, I have been. I mean, it, throat, I'm just saying, if those people have it, then maybe it is going around, and so mm-hmm. maybe some other people you've been around have it. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Could be a new variant. I don't know. One of the one of the people I'm talking about went and got tested, and it was a strep instead. So I don't I don't know. Like I said, it's. 
not COVID as much as just people are sick everywhere. What was the one that you used to get like from making out in school? Wasn't that strep throat? That was mono, right? Mono, that's yeah. right. Yeah, I remember hearing when uh, the the girls would get mono, or the boys, I guess. I don't, I don't think <coughs> seemed like it was always a girl. It. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't think I was the only way to get mono, but it did seem like as if you'd gotten it, you had been at least. I just remember they'd say uh, she's got mono. Oh, oh, she does, huh? Yeah, what's she been up to? Well, if I was Santee, I would play through it. Just simply go out and tough it out? Yeah, simply simply play the game. A lot of teams 20-7 and seven right now. We have the same record as A&M. Jeez. No, this could be bad. I mean, it. it I'm hoping that Vescovy plays. If not, it's going to be another one of those situations, I think, where you look up and – B.J. Edwards is getting a lot of run, and you're like, man, can we not put this guy in a better situation? Why do we keep putting him in on the road against teams? You know, he got a couple minutes against Kentucky, didn't look very good. And it's just another one of those things where I'm like, man, I, tonight I would understand, of course, if Vescovy was out. You're talking about B.J.? Yeah, yeah, I mean, just because your, your depth is going to be really tested at, at the guard position, and... You know, you didn't really go out of your way to develop depth at the guard position. But to me, I, th- it wouldn't spell Tennessee's demise in this game because when you look at the matchup, and I was reading a you know great preview stats by Will.com, and there was one thing that really jumped out to me, and it's that Tennessee can sometimes just be kind of boiled down to a couple of things. Their success is kind of depending on a couple things. And one of those things is rebounding. When Tennessee is going up against a really good rebounding team, Kentucky's one of those teams, they are 0-4. When they're going up against okay rebounding teams, anywhere from 101st to 200th, Tennessee is 5-2. and When they're going up against opponents ranked outside the top 200, in defensive rebounding, Tennessee is 15-1. and one. Texas A&M ranks as the number 219th best defensive rebounding team. Tennessee is the 6th best offensive rebounding team. Mm-hmm. So, like, I look at that, that's a pretty big... That's a pretty big gap. That's a pretty big gulf. Tennessee should be able to create a lot of second-chance points and get some easy shots at the rim, and Texas A&M ain't great at stopping opponents at the rim. They want to force you to shoot jump shots. So, like, if Tennessee can either get to the rim or get rebounds from their missed jump shots, I think they're going to create a lot of extra possessions, kind of like they did against Alabama. We talked about that last week where you looked up in the first half and Tennessee had shot like 16 more times than Alabama had. That should be Tennessee's big advantage. Right, but if you shoot 24%, I don't know if that matters. Well, if you shoot twenty, you know that Alabama game was tied at half. It you know? was, but so then you ended up winning it by basically you, double digits. You did. You played better in the second you half. Went by nine or eleven, I can't remember. You, nine, nine, eight, nine, sixty-eight, fifty-nine. Okay, yeah, that's nine. correct. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I just uh, as as on the surface, without looking into the analytics and such, to me, it's like we got a team that has trouble scoring anyway, and now we're going to be without our best scorer. Yeah, no, it can be boiled down to that, but if that leads Tennessee, I think I think Tennessee could replace Vescovy scoring. Like I don't think that's the, a death blow 
to this team tonight. Now, you know, if he misses extended amount of time or, you know, if he was, you know, we need him in March and we need him in the tournament. But I'm he's not, just a little sick, you know. Yeah. Assuming I'm, he doesn't have pneumonia. Right. It's terminal. Right. He should be all right. Right. Like one game, especially against this opponent, like I don't think it would be a, a death blow. I say so, that in a half that we watched him basically be the only guy that could score, though. So, like, it, it would if, – if the other guys play as poorly as they did against Kentucky, yes, Tennessee is going to get blown out. But if you have some guys step up, I think you could survive him being out tonight if you had guys that were crashing the boards and, you know, Uros and Awaka, are, you know, especially Awaka good on the offensive glass if you put some size out there. If Kumwa decides to play like a good player again – I think Meshack, you know, if you, you you can't really bet on props in Tennessee, but I wish I could find a prop that says like Meshack gets ten points tonight and ten rebounds because I think like I think both of those, especially the rebounds. Didn't he do that in the last game? He got eight rebounds against Kentucky, but I think he's going to get ten rebounds tonight. I wouldn't be I'd be surprised if he didn't come out with at least six offensive rebounds in this game. So I do think Tennessee's going to create a bunch of second chance opportunities. Can they just hit enough jump shots like you said? Can they get enough putbacks? And can they take advantage of free points at the free throw line? Just score points. I mean, that's that's key to the game. Just score enough to win. How do you, how many do you think we'll need in this game? Sixty-five. That I don't know. Sixty-five, I think, would win it for you. Yeah. So I mean, it, it's going to be one of those ugly Tennessee games, like this one. This was probably not going to be pretty. Strap in. Texas A&M doesn't play with a lot of pace, and they go to the free throw line a lot. So, like, yeah, I could see this being a a mid to low 60s games. I'm not even going to be able to watch. But then again, do I really want to? Especially now that you tell me Vescovy's going to be out. Well, I'm not saying he's out. I'm saying that's what's swirling around the internet. I have not heard that from anybody. I don't really have I don't really have too many sources with the basketball team. I got a couple, but not that I talk to frequently. Like I, I wouldn't know this. I don't I don't have any inside info here. I know a guy. Yeah. Football well, I sometimes I don't talk to him though. Football I sometimes got some good information, but basketball I got a couple guys that I'll speak to at times. Yeah, but if the rumors are swirling, they probably come from somewhere. Sure. I could I don't think anybody would just make that up on a Tuesday afternoon just for fun. I also think that if it was a flu-like symptom or if he was sick, that it would you wouldn't know if he was going to be out yet or not. Yeah, and it could be that he's had the flu the last three days and today's better. Or, you know, I mean, that's kind of how it goes. Sometimes. Although last year we did get this kind of uh, heads up whenever Tennessee was going to Alabama. They're like, hey, Fulkerson and uh, was it Chandler, I think, both missed those games. Like, hey, neither one of those guys are feeling good. Probably not playing tonight. And then they didn't. So, like, a lot of the times, like you said, when there is smoke, there is usually fire coming behind it. But, you know, you load the guy up with some Dayquil, pump him full of IV, get him get his fluids up, maybe he'd be willing to go. Sacrifice his health for the greater good. Correct. Would be a nice, gritty road win. Uh, I said yesterday I felt like it would do a lot for this team to get a, a hard-fought win on the road because I think at this point our team is used to losing on the road. Their last three experiences going on the road, they've lost to teams. This is probably the best one you'll play on the road. Would be a nice win if you could find a way to get it. 
Yeah. Yeah, like you want to get this win. You need a road win. And quite frankly, like this team is running out of opportunities to develop some confidence. Or let me take that back. I think they had confidence to get their confidence back. I think they've developed confidence, and then I think they lost it. Yeah. Can you get their confidence back? Because they got some wins. You know, we went through them. Four top 20 wins. You got good ones. You beat two top 10 teams or three top 10 teams. But losing four uh, four of six in the month of February is not good. Correct. You need to get that. And if you lose this one, then you will have lost five of your last seven. Correct. Really, six of your last seven. And it's you, funny that the Auburn game feels like a loss, but then your one real legitimate win there was against the number one team in the country. Correct. <laughs> and, you know, that makes me feel good about Tennessee being up for tonight because they've played good against ranked teams. They have played – Tennessee against good teams has been good all year. Yeah. Yeah. Unless, I guess, you consider Kentucky good. I don't consider Kentucky good, but I consider them a rival that Tennessee should have been up for, so I don't know what to do with that. Because like, it wasn't like they should have got caught by surprise in those games. But we're, yeah, but we're 5-1 and one against the AP Top 25, so who was our only loss? Arizona. And I thought Tennessee played well in that game. Like I thought the yeah. Arizona loss was uh, the opposite of the Auburn win, you right? You came like, out I, of that one feeling fine. Yeah, you yeah. felt better about the Arizona loss than you did the Auburn win. Yeah. Brent Hubbs is reporting that Vescovy did travel with the team, so at least he has made the trip. I would be so mad if I was sick and wasn't going to play and they made me travel to College Station, (laughs) Texas. I mean, I assume they're on the jet, but still. Pretty good plane ride, even on a jet. We'll continue talking Tennessee basketball after the break. It's Talk Sports on Fan Run Radio. So for mine, I'm running through a wall. Lost the battle, it's still a war. I'ma steal a cattle, then burn the farm. We could travel, but the journey long. I prefer we get a little murder on. Drop a top on your convertible. How we feeling should concern you. We be speaking, but back in the White Claw Hard Seltzer Studios. Drink White Claw. I'll knock the flu right out of you. Somebody get some to Santiago Vescovy. That phrase good. That statement cannot be verified. Please do not drink White Claw expecting to knock the flu out of you. John was just being hyperbolic. I believe it actually delays your immune response. Yeah, I'd say that's probably correct. Our coaches used to always tell us back in the day to not drink because it, like, it does tear a- after you work out. System. Yeah, it, it, well, it makes your muscles take longer to rebuild. That's what they said. I don't know. Because like, your body has to respond to the alcohol first. It's like if you're sore from working out and you go drink takes you longer to recover i mean it checks out to me yeah because your body's got to focus like the it's weird how the body you put poison in it though it has to go for that first i think i think that's fine that's fair how do you think your cells react to like ever clear probably not good (laughs) well it might bite off cancer you never know maybe you would think it cleans you out. Yeah. I don't know. Drink White Claw hard seltzer responsibly. Yeah, not Everclear. Not Everclear. Although, ever. like, a couple drops nope. in a White Claw. No. Nope. That's what I like to do is if I drink one of those, pour a little vodka on the top of them. Well, vodka's drastically different than Everclear. Yeah, but, like, you could you could take a little dropper. Everclear. Hurt my stomach. You ever taken a shot of Everclear? Yeah, you're hurting my stomach. God. It's like, you're, I'm literally it's like getting to go throw hit. up. I know, it's like getting hit by a truck. I'm literally about to go throw <laughs> Have up. Have you, Cam? Yeah, absolutely. 
It's okay if you put just a little bit like with some orange juice or something, but yummy, yummy. Hay fever acting up? No, no, that was thoughts. That was PTSD. That was trauma from Everclear. From Everclear, the Bacardi One Fifty One. Friend used to love that one too. Oh yeah, (laughs) Jim Clear. No, never done Jim Clear. What is Jim Clear? Is that just Jim Beam? It's about like it, no, it's G E M. It's oh. like it's like Everclear. It's the same. It's a knockoff Everclear. <laughs> same idea. To, how bad do you have to be to be a knockoff? Let's move on. <laughs> I can see that bottle in my head. Since 2020, if Tennessee could just crack 30 percent from three. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, since 2020, I don't know how many how many games would that even be. I don't even know how many games that would be. Oh, it'd be well. Last year we were uh, we, we finished thirty like six games last year, basically thirty seven games. How many games did you end up with last year? Last year we finished what twenty seven and nine because we won the SEC tournament and then at twenty six and seven and then we split in the NCAA. So we were twenty seven and nine last year. You've played how many games this year? Twenty seven. Hmm. If it says since 2020, maybe it's counting the 2020 year too. I, I don't even know how this, really, how many games this works, but we've done that 39 times since 2020. We've shot better than 30 percent from three. When we do that, we have only lost three times. Really? We so are 30. <laughs> we are 36 and three if we could hit 30 percent of our threes. That's yeah. wild. I can't decide if that's impressive or, or bad because of how low the bar is, but also... Well, the bar is the floor. I mean, we've won a lot of games <laughs> since 2020. I mean, we, we, yeah. we, we, ha- we haven't lost a whole lot. But, yep, yep. You would think almost every game you could hit 30% of threes, right? Like, you would, you would hope. You would think so. <laughs> You're 23-2 and two when forcing... 14 turnovers and picking up 11 offensive rebounds. So, like, that's a number to watch for tonight because I do think Tennessee could force A&M into some turnovers. And, like I said, I do think there's going to be some big opportunities on the board. So, Tennessee has 23-2 and two when they're able to do both of those things. I feel really good about the offensive rebounds. So, can they get out and force some turnovers as well? And maybe my first stat, courtesy of our friend stats by Will.com, you are 17-3. and three. So that's an 85% win percentage. 17-3 and three when Olivier Comois scores seven points or more. Seven points. That's literally all we ask of him. Can you give us seven points? Seven. seven. I don't know that he can. <laughs> I don't have any confidence in him doing it right now. I think he's my least favorite player to watch on the team. And I have been a Kumwa defender for the last couple of years. I remember when I had to argue with Draven and Hayden. They used to say that Urosh was better. <laughs> oh, I love Urosh. Urosh comes in and provides a spark. Now he does some dumb things, but I like his passion. I like his fight. That's fine. <clears throat> he's not better than Olivier Kumwa. But yeah, no, he's bad. To find better. Who is better at basketball? Who can make <clears throat> more shots, play better defense? I'll tell you who's rebounds, winning a fist fight. Passes. It ain't come walk, cause come walk ain't got that dog in him. I don't know if Uros actually has dog in him or not. He does. I ain't seen him fight nobody. Come walk doesn't have aggression. He likes aggression. He was he was pretty Soft. aggressive. He was pretty aggressive in the Texas game. He was pointing at those big guys when he was scoring on them. He was trying to get kind of fired up going after them. I think he's soft. Seven. Seven points. That's the key. 
I'd rather have Uroche in there for morale. Well, that's dumb. For morale. Well, your strategy is not doing us any better. We've seen Uroche start basketball games. We've seen whenever he plays a lot of minutes. It Did I say well. he should start? No. I said I'd rather have him in there for morale. Well, having in the game does not that imply play- that he started. Implies that he's playing a majority of the minutes. Well, he can't play a majority of the minutes because he's too he's big. Like big guys. Surely to God, he can play twenty one minutes. Well, big guys are not going to play as many minutes. You know. Surely to God, so he can play twenty one minutes. I understand they have to rotate. <clears throat> I'm just saying, I would like. Yeah, I would be fine with seeing him in there more than Kamwa. I think Kamwa's soft. And I'm telling you that I think that's a really stupid take. Well, you can say what you want, but I've watched the games. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. I watch every game. No, you don't. I'm not watching tonight, but I watch every other game. No, you don't. Yes, I do. No, you don't. And you can't say that if what, you're not watching tonight. What are you talking tonight. about? I watch every game. And you can't say that if you're not watching tonight. I've watched every so game watch this every, year. We just happen to find the one night you haven't watched basketball. Really? Is that what you're sitting here telling me? Because I told me? you about my concert tonight. <clears throat> Point to a game on the schedule this year that I haven't watched. I've watched every conference game. I mean, I didn't watch, like, the Austin P game or, you know, McNeese. I didn't see you tweeting about the Maryland game. Alcorn State. Did you watch the Maryland game? Well, not everybody has to sit there and did, tweet did through you watch, it. Did you watch the Maryland game? Yeah, I watched the Maryland game. Did it you? It was at the Barclays Center uh-huh. in uh, Brooklyn. That's where it's at? Yeah, I watched it. It was 56-53. Okay. Real fired up about Oros's two minutes in that or two points in that <laughs> game? No, but I get fired up when I see him out there with passion. It's not about who's better if you got a bunch of prima donnas out there. It's about who wants it sometimes. Who's out there? Who's going to fight for it? Well, Barnes has yelled at Effort. him. Effort. Barnes has yelled at him and tried to take that passion away. Well, yeah, he, Said, hey, he tries to scold him like a dog like he does all of his other players. Hey, relax, Urosh. But Urosh won't hear it. I found the <laughs> vice president of the Urosh fan club. Urosh grew up fighting bears in Serbia. Yeah, yeah. He's my favorite player, besides Santi. He's your favorite player? Besides Santi. What? Who's your favorite player? Not Uros. Softwa? No, he's not my favorite player. <laughs> I told you right now, I only, have two, I only have two players on this team I even like right now. Josiah. I like Josiah when he's in there. But I'll he's, go back and forth. I'll he's remember. been, I don't know, he's been banged up or something. I mean, just be careful yelling at <clears throat> Kamwa for being soft. At least he's out there playing. Uh, yeah, okay, okay. Just feels a little hypocritical. I mean, the only thing that's, had, only thing that's kept Cubman out of the game was a fractured ankle. He couldn't walk. I mean, that's the only thing that's got him on the bench. Otherwise, he's pretty much penciled him. Well, in. See, this is you just believing Barnes telling you that he's all right and it's all in his head. There could be something wrong with his knee. We don't know. Yeah, sprained ankle. I saw Patrick Mahomes go there and play football on it. If you're good enough, be a different if, level of spring. If you're healthy enough to be a game time decision, yeah, I'm going to question it. If you if you're on the wrong side of the coin flip two weeks in a row or two games in a row, and now we're getting ready to be in a, another another coin flip game time decision. If you're coming up tails all three times, is it not fair to question? Yeah, it's fair. I never said he was my favorite player. Who who are your who's your favorite player? I only have two players I even like on the team. Who right now it's Vescovy and Meshack. Yeah. Meshack does all the goon stuff that I you like, talk about. I like Meshack. He, he does it under more control. I like Meshack. He's an offensive liability. Okay, you can't 
say you like Urosh, they call my guy an offensive liability. <laughs> I like Urosh's passion. Urosh has figured out that little hook. Oh, has when, he? When Urosh is yeah. backing a guy down, uh-huh. he makes that shot. The one time he hit against Kentucky, has two points. That you, you saw Do that. Do you like, watch yes, the games? He scored two points he, last game. I have confidence in Urosh. He now, scored two it, points. Let me tell you something. When they dump it down the block to Urosh, and he's backing a guy up, when it's that exact thing, and he does that little turnaround, he's been making that shot. I mean, that's fine. But if you tell me he has one shot in his bag, you can't then act like he's not an offensive liability. Everybody's an offensive liability. Well, yeah. I mean, okay, you got to pick and choose who you like. Well, the team you're picking my guy part. I say like Mayshak, he's talking about your guy part. He says an offensive liability. I don't, he doesn't have quite the passion Urosh has. I like he's that got Urosh, more controlled passion. He's I got like a quiet that Urosh passion. Urosh is from Serbia. Okay, I, I like that he's a Serbian freak. I like seeing him yell at people. He did get ten points against Alabama. He was a perfect four for four. You got I don't want to see either guy shoot free throws. Uh, no, Urosh. Uh, no, well, no, no, Mayshak no, was one of five against Kentucky. I don't want to well, see him Urosh shoot. is like twenty two percent on yeah. the year. So. I don't want to see him shoot free throws. <laughs> I never want to see Urosh. They need yeah. to literally teach him just to bank shots in. That's the only time I see him make free throws is, is when they bank in. Yeah, he is. Just aim for the square. You were being a little hyperbolic. He's not twenty percent, but he has thirty nine point five percent. He has a sub forty percent free throw shooter. He's not good. It is a turnover. It is a turnover when he goes to the free throw line. I groan whenever he gets fouled. Yeah. Well, I tell you, when I don't groan is when I see him backing that guy up, getting ready to do that little turnaround. That's his shot. Looking like Kareem almost. No, no, he's not looking like Kareem. <laughs> no. Wouldn't it be nice to have Kareem on this team, like prime Kareem? That would help him. I don't know. Barnes would probably run him into the ground too. I'd get tired of watching those damn hook shots. He only hit like 50% of them. He will act like it was some unstoppable shot. He only hit 50% of them. Well, it was his signature. I mean, that's fine. It's cool to I, – I can appreciate a little bit of magic, even if it's exaggerated. Yeah. Like a guy's known for something. Sure. I kind of like that. I mean, it was You un- should like that as a wrestling fan, you know. No, I like get ostracized for liking it. Storyline type. Believe in the, people believe in it in, like, real sports and then – Make fun of me for believing in it in wrestling, but you believe in it in completely made up stuff. Well, in real or sports. Or in completely real stuff that you're just pretending that magic exists. I think in real sports it's because the outcome's not determined. So it's. Right, but also we have data that sees what happens. Like we don't have to believe in fairy tales like you and everybody that was on here. We have like, data that we see what happens. Yeah, we have data that's based off of what happens. So, like, whenever I'm. Well, how's your data? Whenever I'm telling you that, like. How's you know, your. For example, last week or two weeks ago, we were talking about Kobe Bryant and, you know, 44% from the field. And you're like, wait, I thought everyone says he was a better scorer than LeBron. And you're like, no, no, he's not. But you bought into well, that fairy tale. Well, you no, bought no, into no. that, no, that some, gimmick that everyone sold you. Sometimes there's moments sometimes that make you stand out. Like, it's not necessarily. Uh, well, yeah, and then I told you some that guys LeBron go, had more buzzer beaters in the playoffs. Well, it's than, like the Jordan and LeBron and more clutch shots than Kobe. So, like, you're. you're it's like, like uh, the you know, Tim Duncan phenomenon. Very underrated to a lot of people because for whatever reason, I don't know if it was because San Antonio is a small market or what, but, like, he kind of flew under the radar. I don't think a lack of education is a good point proven or a good way to prove a point. No one that watched basketball thought Tim Duncan was underrated. Many people that watch basketball think... I don't think you're capable of... Let's hear it. Tim Duncan, mm-hmm. for as good as he was. That many people call the best power forward of all time. 
for as good as he was, never really received the same recognition that a lot of the guys of his era did. And I'm saying that I don't think that's true. He was a five-time champion. But you never think of him. That he won MVP twice. You're, only you're incapable of looking at things through an average fan's perspective. I think you only look at it through the advanced fan's perspective. No, no, I think people think Tim Duncan was boring, but I, I thought everyone was in agreement that he was the best power forward of all time. Well, yeah, maybe basketball people. No, no, maybe anybody, NBA like, people. I'm just saying, like, I think he, if I went he, and asked Bear who the best power forward of all time is, he'd say Tim Duncan. I don't think he Bear, might say Kevin McHale first, Tim Duncan second, but like, I don't think Bear would say that. I'm saying he never really got the. I don't know that it's recognition. He never really got the praise and the. Boring. Well, Kawhi. Use Kawhi as an example. Then, great player, never really got the attention that some of the bigger stars got, and he was just as good as a lot of them. Mm-hmm. He just—I'm not saying he. I don't know if flying under the radar is the right term, but I mean, obviously, people know who he is. You gotta have that magic about you. I'm confused as to Kareem. Okay, had magic. Well, literally. Yeah. 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 Literal magic. And didn't really win until magic. And magic got, didn't win really until magic got there either. And magic. I mean, he did with the box. What? Before, what but. better name for a player? Magic. Mm-hmm. They just put it right in your face with magic. You still watching that show? What show? Showtime. I already finished it. Oh, okay. Very excited for the next season to come about. Gotcha. But it would be nice to have a prime Kareem on, on this team, I guess. At least we could have a, a big man that I would trust to shoot a hook shot. Or magic. <clears throat> or someone with some magic. I, I would imagine if magic was on this team that Barnes would make him a center. They'd just put like, him down the post. That's why Chris Lofton is romanticized, because there was magic with him. You don't think it was all the three-pointers he hit? Yeah, 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 yeah. That there was that, but that you don't think it was just all. But some of that was shooting again. Yeah, but think about the ones you think of. One of them's over Kevin Durant. Okay. Mm-hmm. Another of the most famous ones was a game winner in the NCAA tournament. Like the the moments are what you think of. That's why he's. So when you think of Chris Lofton, you think of moments. You don't think just overall career. Yeah, I mean, I know he hit the most threes in the SEC ever, but he was the he also had the moments. I'm asking what I think, you think. I think of maybe when you, you got to have both. Well, you I'm, asking be- what, I'm asking where your mind goes first, because for me, it goes to just his entire career. I, and I think some people maybe go to those shots. I, I go to basically revitalizing Tennessee basketball, and I think about the Sports Illustrated cover and him being like the face of college basketball during that period a little bit, and. Being a two-time All-American. The fact that he would just pull up from anywhere. Like, once he got a, across half court, you had to guard him. Sure. They're like, this guy will shoot anywhere. It's just things like that. To me, that's magic, though. Maybe it's memories. Like, it makes you th- – certain things are triggered. Like, Eric Berry. When you think Eric Berry, what do you think? The the moments. No, no. I the think... hit on Tebow. Mm-hmm. The hit on Sean Marino. No. I think of just you just think of him being a really good. I just player. think of him being one of the best players in Tennessee history, and I think about his career overall and like just his impact. When I, th- when I immediately think of him, I just think of happy feelings of having a good player. But I don't go to memories and moments because we got dominated in that Florida game where he hit Tebow, and yeah, I'm it was pretty 59 sure, to twenty. Did we lose the Georgia game too, where he hit Moreno? I'm pretty sure too. 
I know that was on the road, so yeah. I I think we did. So like I, yeah. I don't know. I think about a lot of interceptions, but none that stick out in particular. I mean, the pick six against Florida was cool. I remember. You sure um, that's the game we got beat fifty nine to twenty? I thought that was the yeah. game we kept close when he he had to pick six. No, no, and no. The, when that he happened, had to pick it, six in the game, we lost fifty nine to twenty. But I thought at the time he hit Tebow was when Kiffin was here in 09, and it was a close game. I think you're misremembering that. When I would bet anything, you think I'm Mandeling? Well, it's weird that you're. I think you went from betting anything to I'm, being unconfident, you know, not confident about it. Well, you're trying to gaslight me. But I'm not gaslighting I'm, I'm you. I'm telling sure you that, that I'm, he, I'm pretty sure that when Eric Berry collided with Tebow, that game was like 21-20 in the swamp, it, or it was like 24. I thought that's when he got his interception. 24 to 20 or something like that. Six was whenever it kind of made it somewhat close, made it one score that, game. That, and that, then we that was it. It up. was like 31-20 or yeah. something like that, and then it ended up being 59 to 20. Right, but that's not the same game he had to hit in. He hit Tebow in 09. Okay, that might be a different game. I can't remember the hit. The interception is what I was thinking of, though, when he returned that interception all the way to, for a touchdown against Florida. That, right, and that's what. That's, yeah, yeah, that's what I was saying. No, yeah, you're right about that. That narrowed that game a little bit, but maybe the hit was not. Let's see. I'm on the screen right now. It's three to three in the second quarter, so I'm guessing this was 09. Was yeah, that the game that was like 37 to six, or it was? No, we uh, lost like 24 to 10, didn't we? I don't know. I mean, most of those games were not close. But Kevin took the ball out of the air completely and wasn't playing to win. He was playing not to get blown out because he had made <clears> them mad by saying we were going to sing Rocky Top all night long. So, basically, oh, yeah. basically, we didn't even try in that game. I thought you were my box score score. Bro, guy. I can't remember every single thing. I thought you were These thinking These are pretty of... important. 23 to 13. What did I say? 24 to 10? 23 yeah. to 13, 10 point game. So it wasn't really close. I mean, 23 we didn't really have any close games with them uh, through that. No, we were down I mean, 23 to we were down 23 to six going into the fourth quarter. We scored a touchdown to make it somewhat close. But Kiffin, if I remember correctly, we went on like a seven or eight minute scoring drive where he ran the ball all the way. In 06, that was, was running the ball the entire second half. I remember 06 being a close one. That one was like 21 to 20. Yeah, that's the one you lost by one point. Yeah, that was in Knoxville. I remember that one. Anyway, I'm just thinking of, with certain guys. I just remember moments, memories. Right, but with it kind of makes a lot of good ones because we were losing a lot of. Those well, games. he had good ones. Oh, seven. I mean, you know, we went to. I mean, he was on the some, championship. He was good. In that he was game. on a couple of average to bad teams, right, but right. he still had. I still think of memories with him. Eleven of nineteen for ninety-three yards and two interceptions for Jonathan Crompton in that game. I remember we watching. did shut Tebow down though. Fourteen <laughs> of nineteen for only one hundred fifteen yards and an interception. It's pretty good. Defense came to play. I remember watching Barry pick off Arkansas twice. I enjoyed that. Yeah. We won that game handily because I had seen us lose in Fayetteville the year before when Darren McFadden ran for an eternity on us. That yeah. was rough. Sure. Crompton. Right. Ainge was out. Yeah. We, I saw two bad losses in 06, and we were, pre we were pretty decent in 06. I came over here for the LSU game. Remember that one? Jamarcus Russell hit early Doucette at the buzzer. I was in the I was in the building. Brutal. Oh yeah, we've talked about that before. We were both up under the overhang. Yeah. We might have been sitting next Might have close. been. I was in the building. So do you think there's some players that just don't have the magic memories? And that maybe they don't get remembered as I mean, I mean, Duncan didn't really have any moments. The, the well, best, maybe that's the best, what I'm trying to say. The biggest, the biggest <clears throat> moment, like singularly, when I think of Tim Duncan and I think of his best highlight, 
it was probably hitting the shot over Shaq in 2004 game, I want to say game five, when they're down one with like a second and a half left. He hits a crazy shot. But then that was immediately stolen because Derek Fisher hit that buzzer beater with .4 seconds left to win that game. And then they won the series. Do you remember that? The .4, Fisher nope. catches it and flips it up. Well, Duncan hit a really, really nasty shot over Shaq that looked like it was going to you know, give them a 3-2 lead and they're probably going to win that series. But Fisher stole it. So it resulted in a loss. It resulted in a loss. So nobody remembers it. No, everyone talks about Derek Fisher. Not only did it result in a loss, it lost you know, in an in iconic shot by Derek Fisher. Well, I think that's what I'm trying to say. Because whenever the Spurs won, they dominated the Nets. They dominated, you know, they beat up. They had a good series against the Pistons in 2005, but it was so boring because it was the Pistons and Spurs that they didn't really get a lot of eyeballs on it because that was just hard fashion defense and, you know, fundamentals. Well, maybe you can kind of look at the same thing with, like, I mean, LeBron's on a higher level, I know, but, like, LeBron, Kobe, just in terms of moments, right? What are the moments you think of when I think of LeBron? I think the most thing I think of is the 2016 against the Warriors. But I mean that was a team effort. But Kobe has all these like nostalgic really. magic memories. No, he doesn't. There was the 81 point game. There was the who was that against? There was the free throw with the torn Achilles. Who was that against? There was the, I don't the what? Raptors. The there, 81 was, but who was the torn Achilles against? Who was the – well, it was just a free throw. I don't remember. I mean, I don't know who it was against. Uh, well, I'm just, the 60 points in his last game. I'm just saying you have all these things you can point to. Moments, and then the helicopter remember. crash. To so you have – moments, I mean, you kind of got to remember the, the game, though. Yeah, but he died in a helicopter crash. Well, he did. R.I.P. Doesn't that hold weight? Rashawn Golden said that was the that's, Illuminati taking him out. That's part of the magic. Golden's uh, tweet thread. <laughs> that's part of the magic, though. It's like it's like Kurt Cobain dying at 27. Was he really that good? Eh. Now you're just confusing me. I don't know what point you're trying to make. Janis Joplin, was she to, actually good? Just to be Absolutely funny, not. I think he's just trying to be funny because I feel like he's trying to be funny when he talks about you know Kobe and the helicopter crash. No, I'm like, not trying to be funny. I'm do you just not believe trying. anything that he was just saying or what, what's happening? I think I'm just trying to get you to expand your imagination. Expand my imagination? You should try acid once. I think you might have tried it too many times whenever I hear some of the arguments you make. Hour one of the books. We'll kick off hour two of headlines.